everybody and welcome to my very first podcast episode. I cannot tell you the excitement that I'm feeling because oh my gosh, when I tell you that if there's anything I can do in life, I can talk. I feel like a podcast was genuinely meant for me to do and I'm so excited to share something that I've always wanted to do with you guys and now it's finally happening. I love just sitting and having a conversation with somebody. I think being extremely personal online makes me really happy. I love just being able to share myself with you guys. I also really feel like over the past few years, I haven't been the most transparent online. It's just something where I was very in my own head. I was worried constantly about what people would think of me when it came to posting. So I was very sensitive and uncomfortable about like, well, that doesn't look good and that's showing a little too much and that's too touchy of a subject. But I really feel like being transparent and being open makes me feel like I can have the best connection with anybody. And it's so strange because my online life just didn't match up to my in-person real life. If you were to meet me on the street, I feel like we could have the most incredible conversation and we become friends instantly. But online, I had such a weird feeling to all of the things that I would post. So if any of you guys have been following me for a long time, then you know this, you kind of have already felt it. But for any of you guys that are new here, welcome to my very first podcast episode. Rather than just spend all this time as an intro episode trying to tell you guys all that I'm about, my life experience, trying to introduce myself to you, I thought that it would be an amazing opportunity to talk about a topic that I am feeling very close to right now, a little too close. We're kind of BFFs. I wanted to talk about a position in life that I'm in that I truly believe so many people experience. And that is this awkward phase between being a kid and being an adult. I don't think you have to be a certain age to be actually experiencing something like this. And when I say being a kid and being an adult, it's almost like reverting back to childhood where you're kind of confused about what to do in this next chapter of your life. And I feel like so many people go through that, whether they're losing a job or whether they're kind of trying to take on a new interest or maybe their schedule's getting all mixed up. Maybe they're having children and you're like, I actually don't know what I'm doing. I'm 26 years old and this is the exact position that I'm in right now. I feel like I've completely reverted back to my graduation year of high school where I have no idea what's going on. It's like asking a kid who's done like six subjects in school what they want to do for the rest of their life. They're like, is this the only option? Like, what? how am I supposed to actually pick what it is that I want to spend my time doing? It's practically impossible. So I feel like instead of me sitting and being in my head and trying to massage out all these ideas and how I feel to try and figure it out, I thought I'd make a whole podcast episode based on it because somebody else out there is going to feel the same way as me. Or maybe we can be like philosophers and try to figure it all out. Because the truth is I don't have any answers and I have no idea what the real answer or truth is. But I'm thinking we can just sit here like detectives and we can somehow try to figure it out. I feel like Jenna Rink in 13 Going On 30, where she lives in the big city, she's living her best life, and she thinks she wants to be 30 so bad until she realizes that it's nothing at all what she thought it would be. It's nothing that she wanted, so she scurries home to the suburbs and crawls into bed with her mom and dad at 30 years old. That's literally me. I'm living at home with my mom and dad. I don't crawl into bed with them because strange, but I, I am confused. I'm confused about life. And I want to know, how did we get here? Let's start from there. How did we actually get to this point in my life? It's a very long and very interesting story, but I'm going to try and cut it shorter. If you guys want any further detail about any of the moments in this podcast, or if you actually have any questions, I will answer all of them down below in the comment section. I believe on Spotify, you guys can let me know what you thought of this episode. So please do and let me know what you want to hear in future episodes. This story starts in my late teens when I was graduating high school. I had been making YouTube videos 
all throughout my high school years because I just was a massive fan of YouTube. Not necessarily filmmaking. I wasn't like a big, like, ooh, like pictures and videos. No, I was more so into like the whole, you know, fitness influencer, like cute girl doing her own thing, living her life, filming stuff, and people somehow managed to care about it somehow. I just loved all of that. And I loved the version of self-expression that you could have on YouTube. I became virtually obsessed with it. So I was making YouTube videos here and there, trying to figure it out, learning how to edit in like iMovie on my laptop. I did everything I could. But somewhere along the line, my parents were like, bro, I need cold, hard facts. I need evidence that you can actually succeed on YouTube. Otherwise, you got to go to school. How else are you going to get an education? You can't get an education on YouTube. I mean, probably could today. I don't know. So what came next was I went to school. <laughs> I went to university at this business school nearby because business, right? Like business. <laughs> if I take business, we're going to actually end up knowing how to make a YouTube channel, not like I don't know, old school marketing. I just, I don't know what was happening. It's like the same thing. You're like 17 or 18 and you're like, how am I supposed to plan out for the rest of my life what I'm going to be doing at this age and believe it to be true, especially with the fact that school is so incredibly expensive. Because I wanted to make my parents happy, I went to university for four months. I only lasted four months, you guys. Like, I couldn't do it. I always say to anybody that goes to school and graduates, the tenacity of somebody who gets their degree is unmatched. It's absolutely incredible. It could never be me. I would, I, and I would never wish that on my worst enemy. But if you want to be a doctor, there's, that's literally the only way. For me personally, I didn't want to be a doctor, so I left. So in between, I was still sitting with this idea that I was going to become a YouTuber. I don't know how. I don't know why I believe this. I actually didn't know anybody that had done it. So I was like completely shooting in the dark. So I was working some little side jobs. I was working at the front desk at a gym. I was working at a clothing store. I did whatever and I saved up enough money and I decided to move away to Toronto because somehow I believe that moving and getting into the big city and becoming an adult at like 19 is what was going to give my YouTube channel momentum, which oddly enough, it did. I sat every day in my basement suite that I was renting out from a friend that was in the middle of nowhere. And I mean, yeah, like random outskirts of Ontario. Not even, we're not even in Toronto yet. Like we're, I'm like, I'm gonna go move to the big city. Bro, you can't afford the big city. You can't live in the big city. And I, I literally couldn't. I made four videos a day in this basement and I actually got my YouTube channel to 100,000 subscribers. So it was a huge feat for me. And I really felt like I pulled on my big girl pants and I became a woman. I was an adult. This is sustainable. This is what I wanna do for the rest of my life. I've always wanted to be a YouTuber and somehow with such little experience in my life, I felt like I had it figured out. So I moved into my dream apartment. I always wanted to live in a high rise with like concrete walls. It was just something I always wanted. I was on the train of like watching success people and reading a lot of success books and everything. I just, I wanted this life and I had no idea what it would cost to have this life. I think it was the momentum of only having a very small savings knowing that if I wasn't able to succeed on YouTube, I'd have to go move back home and go back to school or get a job. And that was like really scary for like 19, 20 year old me. I cried every night. I missed my family. It was way too early for me, but for whatever reason, it all worked out. This YouTube channel took my life away and it was really, really, really hard work. And I think anybody who succeeds and does a really good job on YouTube knows it's not for the faint of heart. And I think there's this beautiful idea that we're sold 
when we watch YouTube videos as if it's this wonderful experience, as if it just comes easy to these YouTubers. They do it so easy. It's so fun for them. When you don't realize the amount of planning that the reason that you're watching, they so meticulously plan it that way so that you'll stay watching. They're true business people. And I will have respect for YouTubers forever. I mean, does that mean that I'm like respecting myself because I was one? <laughs> like, I don't know, but that's how I feel. I continued working at my YouTube channel going, okay, every single video needs to be better. Every single video needs to outdo the last one until I finally hit a million subscribers. And 17 year old me, watching now 22, 23 year old me at the time, succeed at a goal that I had wanted for so long. It was the most, I, I can't even imagine how she would feel. But the prices that I paid to get there, the things that I did to get there, you know what I mean? Like you really are willing when you have a goal to step on anyone and do anything you can to achieve that goal, whether that's like a money goal or like an accomplishment, whatever. And that is not the person that I am and it's not the person I ever wanted to be. So as I got to that pinnacle, I realized that I was my unhappiest. I felt like I was making videos I hated. I feel like I was trying to pull people in the wrong way. I was taking like a bunch of videos of my body and like showing myself in these really showy ways, making videos that I would never want my grandparents to see. I would never want friends to see. It's like, oh, show me your favorite video. I wasn't proud of any of them. It was really sad. Even though I was proud of this accomplishment, I got there in this really roundabout way. When I started watching like fitness YouTubers and that was my whole gig, instead now I was making rap reaction videos for a lot of boys who were a lot younger than me, trying to get them to buy my product, to watch my videos and pull them in. There's so many other reasons why it didn't work out. And I can go over that in so many future episodes. But thinking that that was the pinnacle of my life, now at 26, realizing that all of the things I've tried, none of them were actually what I wanted, which is so mind blowing. And again, I'm only speaking from my experience. I'm sure there are so many people who have wonderful success stories, my best friend included, who have done YouTube and have absolutely thrived and made it the best it could ever be. But I made a ton of mistakes growing up. And I think that is why when you're a kid and you're expected to be some sort of adu an adult and you're expected to figure everything out, you just can't. And how am I supposed to be upset about the mistakes I've made in my life when they've taught me so many incredible lessons and they brought me to this point? So now here I am, 26 years old, living in the house that I grew up in, sleeping in the bedroom I grew up in, in the town I grew up in, Seeing, you know, when I moved back here, all of the same kind of faces that I had left behind when I moved to Toronto, and I'm starting from scratch. I'm starting from a place of, I have no idea how and where I'm going, what the right step is. Now with all the knowledge and information that I have, it's like such an amazing place to start. I've decided instead of panicking and being so nervous about a new shift in my life and becoming a child adult, <laughs> I like to view it from a real positive because there's so many wonderful ways to look at this. I like to call this a new lease on life. And I remember when I was like really young, like when I was 23, 24, 25, I'm 26. So I am young. <laughs> if anybody's in their like 50s and they're like, this girl's nuts. The truth is I learned from so many mistakes that now I can move forward and live a better life. I can choose not to make the same mistakes again. And the reality is, there is real issues out there. There are people with real problems. There are people that struggle every single day. This is not a real problem. The fact I even have a mom and dad to come and cry at home to about anything that I have support from family and friends, that's literally all I could ever ask for. 
Not many people can say that they have somebody that loves them so much that they can lean on. I like, I'm so incredibly blessed and I'm grateful. Instead of focusing on how everything is so crazy and tumultuous and wild and all the things I did wrong, I wanna look at the positives and I wanna see how I can take what I learned into the future. And I've learned a lot of things from this. The first thing that I learned and something that didn't matter to me in my early 20s is that time is extremely precious. How you spend your time, who you spend it with, is the only thing that truly matters. If somebody's in their 80s, I'm sure they would ask for a little more time. Or maybe they would ask to have a do-over. Or maybe they would ask to have, I mean, at 80, I might be ready for the sleeper. So I mean, for me to say that about somebody that age, I don't know for sure. Again, we're philosophers. We're just chatting it up, throwing things at the wall to see what sticks because I'm hoping something sticks here. When I turned 25, it's like I woke up from a seven year nap. It's like in your early 20s, I was like, grind, hustle, grind. I wanna make all these dolans. I wanna rip it up and I wanna spend money on designer. <laughs> it's like really weird to say that because I'm not that kind of person. That's really not who I am anymore. But it was the only thing I focused on. And I put my work above everything. I put it above my family. I put it above my friends. I put it above all relationships. Like the work and the accomplishments that I wanted to achieve was everything to me. Because in your early 20s, you have a ton of time. There is no perception for me at the time of mortality. It's like, I'm not going to die ever. I also didn't care about money or having a savings account or the future. It was like, Time is limitless. I'm going to be here forever. And all of the people that love and surround me are gonna be here forever. So when I feel like I wanna go hang out with my mom and dad, when I actually choose to put my family above my work, they're gonna still be waiting for me. That's just not true. After I had sold these seven years of work, I really felt like I had nothing to show for it. Some people might feel differently. Some people might go, that subscriber thing is cool and that's what I feel like was worth all those consecutive hard years of work. I don't feel that way. I feel like maybe what I achieved and what I accomplished and what I got out of that time was actual knowledge of life. I think if I hadn't done all those things, I would probably be on my path to doing them all over again because I've heard something many, many times that life will teach you the same lesson until you choose to learn it. And how many times can we say that we've experienced the same thing until we've actually recognized the issues and the problems that we have and decide to fix them and decide to change? We really do have this finite amount of time and it all depends on how you want to use it. And I think the biggest thing that I realized too is what are my goals? I'm really not getting serious and honest with like what it is that I want at the end of the line. Like again, if you're about to die, what is it that you would have wanted to accomplish? Would you wanna have really good relationships? Would you wanna own a yacht? Like all of that really determines what we spend our time on every single day. And I think if you want what I wanted, you do have to work a lot. You do have to trade a lot of those things to be able to accomplish that. You can listen to so many podcasts and so many successful people talk about how they will time and time again have the hardest time choosing like a work-life balance. And some people who love their work so much, it is their pleasure. It's everything that they could have ever wanted because they're doing what they love every single day and being able to make money off of it. But then you got people who are out there who are genuinely trading their time and not spending time with their family, not spending time with friends. And for me at the end of the line at 26, I know relationships truly matter the most to me. It makes me so sad because like many, many years went by where, you know, family would go out to visit my grandparents or there'd be some sort of like family get together. And I'd go, oh, like I don't really have time right now. And somehow I was under this assumption 
that my family would be the most happy to see me and the most excited to be around me if I was really successful, if I had a lot of money, if I could provide them with gifts or be able to change their lives in some way, like give them a renovation or if I could. And, and so it's like, if I work towards that, it's going to make that time when we do get to spend together so much more valuable. They're going to die. Like people are going to die. If you're looking at life that way, you're, if you're just believing that people are going to be waiting there at the end of the line for you when you're ready to spend time with them, not only will you not have that relationship, but people actually, they, people get hit by cars. Like, sorry, but they do. This phase of my life has also taught me the importance of true, real relationships. I think also when you're really young and you're that like child adult, maybe I, I think I'm an adult child. Back then I was a child adult. It's like you have 30 friends and you don't care who you're going to go hang out with. Like it literally doesn't matter. And you all talk crap about each other behind each other's back. You don't really care. Like you have a boyfriend that's probably pretty rude. Like, and you don't care because we got time. We got forever. We can do whatever we want. No, not for me. At this point, looking back there, I had so many friends that I don't talk to anymore. I have so many friends recently that are no longer in my life. And it's like, I also didn't nurture those relationships. We have to understand that like, our relationships all take time. It all takes love and effort to be able to have somebody actually want to stick around and answer your phone call. You have to wish them a happy birthday. Like you have to do something to show that you're their friend. Otherwise, what is the point of the friendship? Now that we understand how precious our time is, it really uncovers the value of real relationships. And even being able to say to yourself like, bro, that person sucks. Like, why are we friends with them? Why do we hang out with them? Why do we put up with these antics? Like a couple months ago, actually it was about a year ago, I was hanging out with somebody, but she just had the audacity to say the most wild shit to me. Like the most wild, out of pocket. And I'm like, you're supposed to be my friend. I don't appreciate that. And why would I want to hang out with somebody like that? Like what a waste of my time for me to go home and feel bad after we hang out. Uh-uh. I'm not going to be 50 before I learn that lesson. I'm going to keep like my top three favorite people close to me. And that's it. I also don't want to live with regret. Like that's another huge thing. I have a lot of regrets from my past and from previous experiences. And like who wants to sit around and feel sad? Be upset about all the things that they didn't do. Like that they never actually spent time with their family. That's not me. I also learned to put myself first. I don't know what it is. We're in this whole vibe of self-care. And at one point I was like, what? Stop. I don't have time. You, you're telling me to take a bath? I can barely take a five minute shower. I'm so busy. Self-care is now my number one most important factor of my life. Like before I can put the mask on you in the airplane, I gotta put the mask on me because otherwise like we're both gonna die. I gotta help me out first before I help you. Instead of putting every single person before myself, I finally have decided to put myself first. I remember I used to stay up until five in the morning every night. Every night. Why are we doing that? Why? What is this hustle culture that sold us this idea that you need to be up all night while they sleeping? Work while they sleeping? No, we don't need to work while they're sleeping. First of all, it gets dark for a reason. That's the sleep time and you need to go to bed at the sleep time. Like, I cannot tell you the difference it made when I finally decided to go to bed at 10, 11. Call me a grandma. I don't care. I am a grandma. My values have completely changed. I like to crochet now. Like I pretty much am a 26 year old old lady. I work all night. I wouldn't eat breakfast. And then I would go to the gym because I wanted to be really slim and slender and skinny. <laughs> 
why? <laughs> like to the point where now like your health is declining because you're deciding to put everything above yourself, all your work. And it doesn't matter because we have so much time. We can just hustle it up all night long. No, when your health starts to decline, which mine seriously had, and my mental health was absolutely shot. Like my mental health was in a battle and her and me, we were going back and forth. I was like, you better keep it going. She's like, please. <laughs> Please help me, I can't. Now like health has to come first because if we wanna do anything and we wanna move forward and we wanna be our best selves and we wanna have good relationships, you can't be sick. Like I was on the verge of probably getting some sort of IBS. Like I would never eat. I was always uncomfortable. I always had stomach problems. It was horrible. And all for what? To get a couple more hours of work in? But not even, just get up earlier, go to bed earlier, get a decent sleep and you'll have all that energy that you're looking for. Oh my God, I was like a sloth. Your body knows before you even want to admit it to yourself what's going on. So you really need to listen to yourself. Like if you absolutely hate the school you're going to and you feel these like pulling, horrible, cramping feelings before your classes or you feel uncomfortable, stop lying to yourself and leave. I mean, I'm not saying that I know everything and I might be talking out of my ass, but I know I'm not talking out of my ass because I lived it. Like I can tell you the truth and I'm not trying to be a big sister. I'm not trying to say I know anything, but I just want from my own experiences and what I learned that you don't make any of the same mistakes because oh my God, that would be a travesty. It'd be terrible. Now philosophers, what is this philosophy that we're talking about? Being that awkward age of feeling like a kid, but you're actually an adult. Now I'm back at home learning this whole new set of things. Like I do my taxes and then pay my credit card, but I also kind of want mom and dad to buy me groceries. Cause like I'm living here and my presence to you is a gift. I keep you young. I still want to learn like a kid and I want to make the right decisions. And I want to move forward in my life in a way that I never have before knowing all the things that I do now. I actually think I'm going to build and create probably the best version of myself that I've ever been. The healthiest version, somebody with like a proper head on their shoulders. I don't regret anything that I ever did or any of the decisions I ever made because it brought me to some of the most incredible relationships that I have now. And I know that because I made those mistakes previously, I will never make them again. I've noticed that in these 20s is such a breakthrough moment for so many people. And that's why we call it a quarter life crisis. My mom was like, that doesn't exist. It's not real. Like a midlife crisis is real. Mom, no, a quarter life crisis is so incredibly real. I, I'm living it right now. I am the product of what I'm talking about. It's so weird being expected at 18 years old to leave high school and have some sort of idea what it is that you wanna do for the rest of your life. And then you're actually gonna sit there and stick with it. I always used to laugh at friends when they'd be like, I'm gonna go travel because I need life experience. Like actually though, like I totally understand that because go and like get yourself into a really hairy situation that you gotta somehow get out of. Yeah, you'll be a little bit more adult when you come back, that's for sure. And I feel so bad for the people that go to university and I've heard about this time and time again. They go for three years, right? Like maybe your degree takes four or five and they've already spent so much money. They've gone, they've spent so much time. They don't know what else they're doing, but they're like, I don't even wanna be a veterinarian anymore. This is stupid. That would be terrible. So then you're finishing your degree, even though you know for a fact you don't wanna be doing it. I think it's corrupt. <laughs> I'm saying it right now, it's corrupt. People on the other hand, like I'm not trying to like, but we're, we're philosophizing. What is the even the, how do you even put that? Philosophize, philosophize. I'm not trying to like bounce ideas so much around, but like I'm really trying to get to the bottom of this. There's also people my age, your age that have kids. It's wild. Like 
I can barely take care of myself. I can barely feed myself. And people are out here having children, tw like at 21, at 18. Oh my God. I don't believe that my experience is unique in any sense of the word. It just, it moves like clockwork how these things happen for people. And like I said, at the very beginning, you could be 25, you could be 50, you could be 40, and you could be going through this exact same experience. And it is so liberating and it's exciting because it's a chance at something brand new and hopefully you going through a random transitional phase that it's not hard for you and that you're not struggling because I don't think anybody should struggle. But I just don't make the rules. I wish I did, I wish I made the rules and I wish I was able to tell you how everything was gonna be perfect and everything was gonna be fine and we would never have to go through such weird ups and downs, but we do. The change is so inevitable and I'm trying to ride the wave. There's nothing we can do about these shifts because one day something feels really good and then the next day it doesn't. We can choose to look at a situation as horrible or scary or, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Oh my God, who's gonna figure this out for me? Oh my God, what are we supposed to do by ourselves? I can't figure it out. Or we can choose to look at it as an opportunity and something that we can do incredibly well and having like a brand new chance. You're so lucky if you get another chance. I wanna say that so clearly and I feel so grateful for it because there's people who don't have the opportunity to shift what they do in their lives because they're working constantly, 12 hour days to pay the bills, to do what they need to do. So I feel exceptionally lucky to be able to start over. The one thing that I've always wanted, and I think this is what I've realized I've always wanted, is I've just wanted to feel peace in where I am in my life. And that's not about monetary or accomplishments. It's that what you're doing day in and day out feels amazing for you. And it feels like the right thing to be doing. So you actually feel at home. Whenever I explain this to friends or like my boyfriend, I just say, I just wanna feel at home in what I'm doing. And I wanna feel like I love, like deeply love what I'm doing. And in your heart, it genuinely brings you joy. Like you are excited. Like. I watch so many people on TikTok that I genuinely feel like they love what they do. They might be doing a diamond puzzle or they're like, maybe they're like rolling those rocks around and like smoothing out rocks in their backyard. That's so cool because you love it. I feel like one day down the hill, I'll wake up at 32 and I might actually feel like I've reached adulthood and that I'll be happy and content and I'll feel good exactly where I am. But until then, I'm just going to keep drinking beers in my parents' basement. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. This was our very first episode. Or if you are watching on YouTube and you're getting to experience all my hand gestures and all my facial expressions and all their glory, thank you so much for watching. You guys have no idea how much I love doing this. I think that this feels really good. And in general, I think I would love to make time on multiple times a week to create podcasts with you guys. I'm happy to talk about absolutely anything. I would love it if you guys could leave me a comment and let me know what kind of episodes or what things you'd like me to talk about. If you want me to talk about previous experiences in my life or pop culture moments or music, I'm so excited to chat about everything with you guys because it makes me so incredibly happy. I will make sure that I answer all your comments and I wanna create a podcast that you love as well. So thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for listening. I love you guys very much and I will talk to you very soon. Bye. <laughs>